The world always needs Mary. The world needs Mary's example, it needs her holiness, and of course it needs her powerful prayers. But the world, I would say, needs Mary today more than ever. Needs our Blessed Mother now more than any other time in the past. At least that's how I see it. And that's the thought I want to focus on in my homily today as we begin the new calendar year of 2023. First of all, we need Mary because she reminds us that we are all members of the same race. It's called the human race. We heard in our second reading from Galatians 4 that when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of Mary, to die for us so that we might receive adoption. The we in that text means everybody, without exception. The we, in other words, includes the people that we like and the people that we don't like. It includes those little microscopic people in the womb, as well as those old sick people in the nursing home on the verge of death. It includes people of our ethnic and racial groups and people of other ethnic and racial groups. Simply put, it includes everyone from natural conception to natural death. This is something we seem to be forgetting more and more these days. Think of the racial violence, the anti-police violence in our country in recent years. Think of the ongoing terrorism problem in the world. Think of the persecution that many people, especially many Christians, are experiencing all over the planet. We have it relatively easy here in the United States. Mary, we need you, the new Eve, to remind us that we all share a common humanity. Your son died and rose so that we all might become adopted sons and daughters of God. When Jesus said those words to you on Good Friday, woman, behold your son, St. John was the one standing there at the cross. St. John stood there representing all of us. He stood there representing every human person. So that's the first reason we need Mary. She reminds us who are members of the same race. We also need our Blessed Mother now more than ever because she has the potential to be a kind of bridge between the three major religious groups in the world, Christians, Jews, and Muslims. I spoke about this several years ago in a homily. Some of you may remember it. Mary's importance in Christianity is a given. No need to dwell on that. But Mary also has the potential to appeal to our Jewish brothers and sisters, given the fact that she was Jewish herself and the greatest human person who ever lived. Jesus, remember, was a divine person, so he's in a different category. And Mary is already revered in Islam. Mary is the only woman mentioned in the Quran, and she's mentioned over 30 times. The founder of Islam, Muhammad, believed that his daughter Fatima had the highest place in heaven after the Virgin Mary. Many people are not aware of those things. We also need Mary because she shows us that it's possible to love your enemies. We have no record of Mary ever saying a hateful word to anyone or engaging in a spiteful or vengeful action toward anyone, even to the people who murdered her child. We know for a fact that she didn't do those things because she was sinless. Now, we'll never be perfect like Mary, that's true. But we can all improve in our ability to love 
our ability to love our friends as well as our enemies. We also need our Blessed Mother because she shows us how to face suffering with faith and with trust in God. She gave us that lesson as she stood silently at the foot of her son's cross with St. John. We need Mary in a really big way in our world today because she shows us that purity is possible in a sex-obsessed culture. Lest we forget the pagan Roman Empire in which she lived was not exactly romper room. It was a decadent, materialistic, hedonistic culture. In other words, it was like our society today, minus the internet and TV and social media, of course. And yet Mary lived with a pure mind and pure heart and pure body in the midst of it all. Mary, our world today desperately needs your prayers and example in this particular area of life. And speaking of prayers, we also need Mary because she reminds us of the importance of prayer and reflection. It says in today's Gospel reading that after the shepherds left the manger in Bethlehem, Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. St. Luke says something similar about our Blessed Mother after the finding of Jesus in the temple when our Lord was 12 years old. This means that Mary was constantly taking the events of her life to prayer, reflecting on what God was doing in those events, reflecting on what God was saying to her in those events, reflecting on what God wanted her to do in response to those events. In the midst of our noisy, very busy lives, we need to do the same thing. Speaking of such matters, when was the last time you made a holy hour? When was the last time you put everything aside for at least 15 minutes to focus totally and completely and quietly on God? Which brings me to the final reason I'll mention as to why the world needs Mary now more than ever. And from one perspective at least, this is the most important reason of all. She points us to Jesus. And she tells us to obey Jesus. Mary does not focus attention on herself. She never has and she never will. Mary is not self-absorbed. If she were a modern-day politician, she would definitely not be obsessed with her legacy, as so many of our public figures are these days. Her one concern would be what it has always been, that we do the perfect and holy will of God in our lives. Mary says to us and to every human person what she said to the stewards at Cana 2,000 years ago, do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he, my son Jesus, tells you to do. If we want to change our world for the better, and hopefully we all do, one of the best things we can do is to bring Mary into our lives, or more fully into our lives, asking for her intercession every day and allowing her example to inspire us and guide us, especially in the ways I just mentioned in this homily. So in conclusion, I ask you to make a New Year's resolution this morning, to bring Mary, our Blessed Mother, into your life by praying the Rosary each and every day of 2023. If you can't commit yourself to a full five-decade rosary, at least commit yourself to one decade a day. Now, our Father, ten Hail Marys, 
and the glory be. In fact, why don't we do that together now to end this homily? One decade together to get everyone off to a good start. I'll say the first part of the prayer. You can say the second. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.